Special, special guest. Special guest. Yes. What up, what up, what up. Introduce yourself. Um, what's going on, everybody? It's, it's me and Picasso. Um, from what we're talking about the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, here with some gang today, man. I appreciate you for having yeah. for y'all having me on today. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Come anytime. You're I done, appreciate you're welcome it. Welcome to calm down. For sure. I'm gonna have to extend the um olive branch so y'all <laughs> yeah, come chop it up with the gang and the crib. For sure, for know. sure. So tell us a little bit about your podcast. Um, so it's called What We Talking About the Podcast. Um, it's me, my man, Don with the Locks, and my homegirl, uh, Miss Snowflake. Mm-hmm. We've been doing the show, it's going on four years right now. Um, it started out pretty much like me and the homies, just like with ladies, how I was explaining to you earlier. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all have, y'all have barbershop talk, y'all had nail salon talk and so on and so on. So the same thing with the folk. It's pretty much just barbershop talk with the homies all the time. So we was like, yo, why don't we start recording this, like, to start a podcast? Because that was, like, kind of around when podcasts would start hitting the it's ground running or what, you know. So mm-hmm. it was like, like, why not or whatever. It's conversation we feel like people should hear and not looking to make money off of it or anything like that. Just kind of just have fun and enjoy it. So, yeah, we just pretty much just talk about everything, um, relationships, music. Sports, okay. uh, little bit, of, little bit of everything. We don't try to limit ourselves like to one mm-hmm. window. We one try, topic, try yeah. to try to touch on everything. Get everybody in on it. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. I agree. That's pretty much what nonsense is about. Yes. A little bit we of talk everything. About everything for sure. You know, we try to touch on you know current events, okay. also entertainment, sports. So okay. you know. I'm going to just touch on anything. All right, let's have some fun then. <laughs> yes. Let's get it popping. <laughs> so I'm going to start up, well, pose a question and put it on the table. Mm-hmm. Um, and you guys just give me your feedback, what y'all think, um, and then we'll start from there. So I was on Instagram earlier today, and I seen a post. They said that they're killing our men and sons and selling our women and daughters while we're worried about a chicken sandwich. And NFL brawls. Um, that hit home for me because there's, there's so much going on in the black community right now um, that has to direct towards our black kings and our queens. Um, and about this chicken sandwich, I'm kind of over this chicken sandwich situation. <laughs> yeah, I'm over it. Like, I'm over it. you know, food is food at the end of the day. <laughs> exactly. Um, and this NFL brawl, well, our guest said it's a lot more involved in that. So yeah, he's going to take a deep dive on that, on that because <laughs> explain to me what this brawl is about. So, all right. So what happened? So last week, um, uh, uh, Cleveland Browns and Pittsburgh Steelers. So it was a heated game. It was like four minutes left in the game. So mm-hmm. what was going on was pretty much we all know in sports, grown ass men talking. There's a lot of bickering going on. There's a lot of like trash talking going on. So right. it pretty much just got to the point. It just came to a head. So um, what am I trying to say? So the, the defensive player that sacked the quarterback, when it came down on the quarterback, the people feel as though that he – Put a lot, like, put extra weight on that tackle. What was the quarterback for the Browns? The quarterback was for Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, okay. And I'm going, I'm drawing a crazy mind play right now, so that's why I'm not saying no names. Cause okay. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, <laughs> okay. shitty, I'm shitty with no, names, no, no. but I'll You're just keep good. it, you know what I mean? So, um, as the tussle, like, if you look online, like, you can see the tussle and everything. Mm-hmm. So, as the defensive player from the Browns was laying, like, was on top of the uh, 
the quarterback, mm-hmm. you can see the quarterback like kind of wrestle, trying to wrestle and twist his helmet off. So mm-hmm. he's a smaller, he's a smaller white dude or whatever. So mm-hmm. the bigger black guy then goes, picks him up by his helmet, says, "I'll pretty much show you how to do this." Takes his <laughs> helmet off, and then as he takes his helmet off, the quarterback starts to pursue him while he's being held back by two other like bigger linemen from Pittsburgh Steelers. Wow. So he took the helmet and like swung on him. Now it could have been crazy dangerous because if he would have swung with the crown of the helmet, mm-hmm. it could have done it could have done some damage. damage but but yes. he hit him with the back of the with the back of the helmet, and it kind of like it hit him in his head. So once he does that. All of a sudden, that's when the quarterback then throws his hands up like, hey, you're going to do something about this. Okay. But prior to, it was cool. It was cool for you to pursue him. But now, I could curse on it. I could curse yeah. <laughs> now that that nigga right. went back at you and shit, now you want to throw your hands up like a mm-hmm. coward and try to like play victim off of it now right. or whatever. So, um, Miles Garrett, I would say, so Miles Garrett, that's a dude from Cleveland. From Cleveland. Mm-hmm. So he turns around, he gets suspended for the rest of the season without pay. It's mm-hmm. like six games left for the season. Um, mm. like media out, uh, media sources are saying like he should like get charges pressed against him, like all this wild shit or whatever. Mm. So the narrative was what people were thinking was what caused him to get so riled up like that. So white guy, black, white guy, black guy, we thought we're going mm. to they were going to run with like maybe yeah. he called him a nigga and that's what like got him going. Wasn't that what they said? So he they they that? they just came out with that about yesterday. Okay, but it's been a week. So mm-hmm. now it looks a little crazy. So it's like, if that was the case, why didn't you leave with that? Why didn't you say that it's early on? Why yeah. are you just leaving? Yeah. Why are you starting with that now? So it's almost like a cop-out. Even though, like, me being a black man, I want to stick with the black man. But I, I, with my unbiased opinion, it doesn't look good. good on you, it doesn't yeah. look good. But it's, I don't feel as though he should have got – well, cool. Get suspended for the rest of the season. Um, the quarterback – he didn't get suspended at all. He just it's had to pay fine. like he had to pay like a little a fine. fine. So yeah, that's what I, yeah. yeah. So it's a little, it's a little goofy. It looks crazy, but mm-hmm. it's like I said, it's just a lot of moving parts to it. I mean, I wouldn't. I don't know why they would try to you know say they dropped the n word anyway. Because honestly, if you guys, I mean, no offense, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm not a football you know enthusiast, <laughs> right. but I mean, we play sports all the time. You don't think this is the first time a uh, a white man called another black player out of their name? I'm, I'm so a, it's I'm just like sure I don't think that would have that wouldn't have flew with me if if I was making decisions anyway. Right. I would have been like, really? I mean, come right. on, let's be realistic. Right. They gonna lose. They gonna call you a nigga. It is right. what it is. Right. But I mean, my thing is, where was the refs at? Where was the people that supposed to not had this escalate mm-hmm. that far? I feel like that t- that it's was a lot, a lot of escalation. Of actual, a lot of fights going on in the field anyway. Right. Like in the right. league, so it's not like they could have stopped this one from happening. So, and, but right. but like, what just, part did you not see him take the helmet off and was about to swing? I'm pretty sure somebody so, seen it. So so like at that point when he did take his helmet off and like so he was being pushed back by like by a mm-hmm. bunch of players. So the refs are trying to break it up or whatever. Right. But at the end of the day, refs are regular sized dudes. These dudes mm-hmm. like, right, like refs two, don't want to get hit. In the right, head. Like, like like they two three hundred pound grown men. You know right. what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it, it, they were there, they were present, mm-hmm. but they just didn't think that the reaction was going to be that him swinging mm-hmm. the helmet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't but know. it's definitely weird because why would you why would you say like he called you a nigga? Like, right, it's just too late. Like, it's too it, late. It's, it's too late. It's too, it's too, like it's too, why are you bringing it up? Right, just take your little non pay. Is that and like 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 like, like, it like like you're not playing for the rest of the season? So right, what exactly. are you trying to? Because I'd rather not play for the rest of the season than for them to just cancel me altogether. Right, like they like I feel like not be let's be realistic. Culture is going to yeah, like let's be realistic. You're a football player. Do you really need these six extra games? I know that's a lot of money on the table, but right. can you not take this hit? Mm-hmm. I'd rather me sit out six games and 
get paid next season right, than to right. sit here and be like, oh, damn, I ain't got no job. Like, right, because, yeah. because now it's almost like that, um, it's like crying, the sheep that cry wolf, like that Jesse Smollett, uh, Smollett uh, situation. Mm-hmm. He said these white dudes this, day and the third, but when it came to it, like, it was really him that, like, incited the whole thing. Right. So it's like now nobody banging with Jesse, but now mm-hmm. people could, like, really, like you said, with this whole cancel culture, right. try to cancel you, get you out of here because mm-hmm. you lie for no reason. Right. You know I mean, and it don't it's look good. It's thinking to save, you know, make you look good, right, exactly. but it really you're, you're burning yourself in right. the long run. So. And There's that's no a shame because... Probably was your fault. You probably, you know, right, right. did something to even start it. Sure. And, so, right. and like in Jesse's case, that since it was brought up, what, what was sad about him was he had so much potential. And now I, I, I don't think nobody wants to work with him at all. Right, right. Like well, Jesse Smollett. Now you just a random. Right. He's, he's, he's out of definitely body. out of pocket. He's out of pocket. Like, and for to be as talented as he is, like dealing with music and dealing with the acting, like he had a real prominent career, like moving forward. But like right. you said, now it's to the point where it's like, you know what, I'm cool on you. I ain't going to really try to be around you. A lot of people are probably not going to bang with both because you lied and you made yeah. other black people look bad, look bad. We, where we vocally yeah. spoke spoke like spoke out for you and right. it didn't work. And it's not even it's not even just the black community as well. It's the LGBTQ community as well. Like they just disowned you. Just like now we welcomed you with open arms. We're like, oh well, you know, because he's a he's a gay African American male, mm-hmm. and they stood up for him. Right. They was like, yo, like no, you gotta listen because he's this. We're y'all all picking on him, right. but. Now it's just like you made them look dumb. You made us look dumb. Yeah. Right. You made just your TV family look dumb. You right. just made the whole right. world look Taraji dumb. Like Henson, exactly. I'm like Taraji. No. Taraji, you to do that. Taraji, right. like right. you know he lying. <laughs> she like not my Jesse. <laughs> like, like no, but his album is coming out. I'm like. <laughs> No. Like nobody's right. gonna um, buy that. Nobody's right. gonna buy that. Stop I pushing it. sorry. <laughs> bye, bye, Jesse. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, the football season is crazy right now. The Eagles just lost. Yeah, they. I was watching it. <laughs> oh my god! And like, I had stopped watching football for a while, like dealing mm-hmm. with the whole Colin Kaepernick situation. So, right. I just started watching football again, and it's like I feel like I'm like a curse every time I watch the Eagles game. They lose, so I'm like, you know that's what? Why? I'm, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I'm pretty. <laughs> like I'm, I'm almost certain. I'm almost certain that's what it is. So I'm about to be done with it. I'm not, not watching no more Eagles games. I watch other people, but I ain't watching no Eagles games. So. <laughs> Right. See, I can't. I'm out of this conversation. It. I don't watch sports. Um, yeah, it's looking. You know, it's, it's looking bad. I'm, I'm the chick that make you wings when you hungry. <laughs> right, right. I can't like, do I mean, this. Their season is definitely probably over. Um, like, I feel like they're like who do I don't even know who they play next. I, but, so um, like they, they five and six now. So they got a couple more divisional games. They could probably walk away with them divisional games. So that's another three. So they could maybe finish the season at like nine and seven, maybe, mm-hmm. but. They're not making. They're not making no Super Bowl runs. So that that's dead. For so sure, no. exactly. So all you Eagles fans continue to bleed green, but you guys are not going to the <laughs> yeah, championship. Right, We're sorry. Right. Right. It is what it is. No free coffee and donuts. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Niggas gonna be everybody, mad tomorrow everybody was back yes. on that for sure, for sure. <laughs> like it should be Philly runs on Wawa because they're not running on Dunkin' not this year. Right. I can't. I can't. Well, um. So the mean? other situations that we were talking about was, um, just having this chicken sandwich situation just be oh, random, yeah. and also there was um, we're killing our men and sons and selling our women and daughters. Right. So those are those are two big things that are coming up in media now, especially um, black men. 
Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with a couple of things that are going on. Um, one that kind of actually hit home because I know the the guy whose son it was was the young mm-hmm. nine year old boy who got shot in the head by a random drive by. Um, and he was actually in what is it called when you're like intensive care or something like that? ICU. Um, ICU. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the good news is he just woke up yesterday. So his father is very proud of that. But why can't our children walk in our neighborhoods and not have to worry about getting their life snatched from them? Like, why do y'all think that is? Are we, are we just not talking about it? Or are we just, have we become so comfortable with knowing the idea that this is just something that's just going to happen? I definitely think that we're all just not comfortable, but we all understand that violence is everywhere. Like, we know that, you know, our neighbor probably got shot or is shooting someone. Um, but the fact that the kids are, like, getting in the middle of um, all these, all the senseless violence is crazy. Like, drive-bys and then, like, kids getting shot in the house, like, playing games with right. their... And then did you hear about the um, lady that also got shot in front of her or got shot in front of, like, her um, nephew? That's crazy. Playing video games and the cops just like assumed that she Mm. was just part of some type of crime that happened last week or something. Why do we got to be a part of crime? Yeah, it's just like Mm. they just people assume that, you know, we're already involved with gang violence or violence, period. So that's why I feel like most people really don't or the news, should I say, don't really bring it up because they just assume that, you know, we know that's happening. So. And it's a shame that, you know, that we have to be dragged into, uh, you know, violence, you know, such as, you know, black people in the, in the world. It's crazy. I, I, I feel like there's no code. It's like right. there's no code of what goes on. Not okaying and not condoning, like, the shit that goes on, like the mm-hmm. robberies and the murders and things like that. But it's just like, I, I had mentioned this one time when me and a couple of homies were talking about it. So... Back, like, I don't want to say back in the day, like, I'm old, like, super old, but, like, back in the day, I had old heads, I had my OGs, I had my cousins, and they were the ones who making sure I'm not out on the street, if some, if they knew someone's about to go down, yo, get in the crib, whatever, whatever, mm-hmm. stay out the way, yo, you, you, you better than this, you're not about right. to be out here, so, like, we had our old heads, we had our old heads to guide us and move, and move on with that, and we listened to them. Now it's like if you were to try to talk to one of these young boys and try to take the money in your wing, oh fuck out of here, old head. Like they they feel like they got it all figured out already. They mm-hmm. feel like they know everything. And while us working our nine to fives got our own shit going on, it's like you know what? I'm not about to waste my time. Waste my time. Try to help you out when you think you got it figured out. You you know it all. Go on ahead. Figure mm-hmm. it out on your own. You are gonna learn the fucking hard way. So it's like I feel like. There is guidance there, but it's not like how it it's used not to accepted, be, yeah. right? Because like, like I said, they feel like they know everything already. Right. I mean, and then next thing you know, they're being caught up. They stand on corners, getting shot up, like all type of shit. Mm-hmm. About a year ago, um, at the top of my block, uh, this young boy got walked down on, and they blew his fucking brains out. Wow. And and it's like that simply came from someone trying to set someone up, and it didn't go well. So they was like, all right, cool, you messed up. So now we gonna catch, we gonna catch you slipping. That's right. exactly what happened. So it's like, it's like. Like I said, it's just, it's just no code. Like, I, like literally, when people used to say, like, no mm-hmm. women and kids, it was legit. No, no women, women and kids. Yeah. Nothing fucking happened on a Sunday. You know what I'm saying? Right. But now it's, like, broad daylight, drive by, I don't care who with you. You know, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's just, like, it's the fucking Wild Wild West out here. And, it and, 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 it's, and it's just crazy because, it's like, nobody wants to do nothing about it until it happens to one of theirs. One of, All the marching, yeah. 
it's cool to bring awareness to certain things, but the marching only does with so much. It brings awareness. After the awareness is like highlighted, now what? Now what you gonna do about it? Right. Nobody wants to do nothing because some people don't know what to do for the next step. But literally, if all they, if all people are gonna keep doing is just marching, shit's never gonna get changed. That's just, nothing like, what, that's get just like what um, Jay Z said. Right. Like during the whole Colin Kaepernick thing, right. he's like, "Are right, we done kneeling? Like, what? What what's else are we gonna step? do? Like, what's right. the next step?" Mm-hmm. So we should really implement that with everything right. that's going on in the world right, right now because right. it's just. Okay, we march. Okay, we speaking about it, but what are we actually what, doing? What's going to be next? Yeah, like, like what's the next at, step? At, at what point do literally? At what point do people take back their neighborhoods? Right. At what point do people take back and then their corners? Also, their taking stores? back the people that's actually doing that, like right. Nip, Nip did that for sure. They definitely for sure. took him out, you right. know, trying to do that to his mm. community. So and, and it does seem like that. It always seems like that that one positive beacon of light that you do have. It seems like it always gets taken away from us. So then once that happens. It's like boom! Now they take they take all the air out of balloon out of our balloon, deflate us, and it puts us back at square one, mm-hmm. where we had somebody that was speaking for us that we can actually look up to and follow, right. and like you know taking it back to like Martins and Malcolm X's, and then you can put Nipsey in that category because you can see the path that he was he almost was that, that, that he was that he was getting towards. Mm-hmm. And that's when, you know, when he did get murdered, that's when a lot of people were saying, oh, conspiracy, the government did this, yeah. this and the third. When, okay, cool, granted, he is or was an active game member, so we get it. But at the same time, it's like, how can you not look at it like mm. it was a like some sort of plant to, like, man. deflate the shit out of us? Like, oh, this motherfucker's catching traction. Let's let's slow that shit down mm-hmm. and let's bring these niggas back to the fucking ground and let them know bring that. Because at the end of the day, just like mm-hmm. Jay said, you're still a nigga at the end of the day. Yeah. And, but... I'm sorry. I just want to post this because we're talking about one person. Mm-hmm. However, in order for us to make an, a positive effect, you need more than one being. So I want to pose the question that, like, for instance, in your profession, like with your podcast and different things like that, there's a lot of young men that's out here that mm-hmm. wants to know about behind the scenes of production. Right. So... If you were ever presented with an opportunity to actually bring a few young men in and teach them about, you know, you know, editing and producing and different mm-hmm. things like that, would you put that out there t- sure. to have them come in For and sure. work with you? I always look at myself like, I don't want to say like I'm a martyr. But I always do look at myself as one of those guys that will stand up for his community mm-hmm. as long as I can get those that are willing to understand and actually listen. Yeah. I don't want to. I mean, and this might sound like a, I might be sound like a hypocrite right now. I don't want to say I don't want to bring in people that's not going to listen because honestly, those are the ones that you really gotta like break mm-hmm. down and like yeah. pay attention to mm-hmm. because those are the ones who are going to need the most, the more, the most guidance and the most mm-hmm. help because they're standing outside four or five in the morning mm-hmm. because they probably feel like whoever's at home don't fucking care about them because exactly. they're not even looking for me because I've been out of the house all day. All day yeah. you know what I'm saying exactly. I'm outside too long. If I ain't go check in the crib, my great grandma, my mom, like they walking the block like yo, like where you mm-hmm. at? Yeah. So it's like if, they, if people feel like nobody cares about you, they are gonna walk around like all right, fuck, ain't nobody worrying about me, so I'm gonna keep doing my thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. so it's like that love has been taken out of the like out of our community, not by not a whole lot, but enough. But going back to what you asked, yes, I definitely would mm-hmm. because I feel like as a black man, I need to make sure I don't have children yet, but mm-hmm. I need to make sure that my black children, my 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 future black children, and the mm-hmm. people up under me, they need to know that like yo, you're loved. Yeah. People do care about you. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not always it's it's hard out here, and I need y'all to realize that it's mm-hmm. hard, but somebody does fuck with you heavy. And mm-hmm. if you ever need something, like, yo, never fucking hesitate to ask if you fucking need something from me. Because, yeah. like, I would give my my last before, 
before you know any dumb shit would have ever happened to you. And I would mm-hmm. hate to see someone that I would take under my wing like that. I would hate for someone like to see something happen yeah. to them. You know, and especially while I'm need trying to hear that because they're so used to taking care of their household. Like if right. they grew up yeah. in that, yeah. that they're they're comfortable with just doing stuff on their own. Right. And knowing that, you know, someone is there to actually sure. guide sure. them and they should have that resource. So right. Yeah, and that does it does it, it, it does go back to what he said again about love. I think that is something that now, today's generation, they don't know. Yeah. I mean, I know, for instance, when I grew up, I had my grandmother, I had my grandfather, I had my father. Now, my mother passed away when I was very young, so yeah. that wasn't a relationship that I typically had, but I still knew that love was surround. And nowadays, and this goes back to what I said on the podcast a couple episodes ago, is that today's parents isn't like the parents that we had before. No, because all, today's not parents not is... 30 and 28 and you know mm-hmm. i've never mm-hmm. you got grandmoms at sure. 39 like <laughs> right, it's like sure. it's crazy. crazy like they're still young themselves and they're still trying to figure out what their life is i don't think again i don't i'm not trying to be you know smart or biased but at the same time you don't know what love is if you've never had love to begin with and, right. and you know also a lot of people don't fucking love themselves this is true so it's like how the hell i'm gonna love somebody else when i don't even know what the fuck's going on with me i'm not even right. comfortable in my own skin and like going back to what you said like the parents like a parent's like mm-hmm. 30 the mm-hmm. grandparent the grandparents like 50 mm-hmm. i'm 35 right so when i like my great grandma I, I was raised in my great grandma's house and my mom and pop was there mm-hmm. so when i i think when i was born my grandma was like fucking 70 my mm-hmm. great grandma was 70 years old mm-hmm. so it was like she, I, I, I'm old school. Like I got old. Like I was yeah, brought up old yeah, school and shit. Up, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like now, if you're if you're raising coming up in the household, your parent is probably let's just say fucking 35, 40 years old, mm-hmm. and they look good. They mm-hmm. probably still going out enjoying their life. And then the great grandma, probably fifty, who probably still looks good, who looks yeah. good for their age, they probably still like trying to live their life out. Right. They yeah. figure they're not trying to, you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Exactly, right. like the bus trips to fucking right. Jersey, you know yeah. that stuff. So it's like you can't they do that. Man. Worried about their right. kids like that. Yeah, so it's like it's just different. Like shit is really, really different out here. And I do think like us as a community, like us being like black and brown people, we gotta get back to that, to that, that tough love. Whereas mm. though, also. When I, when I was brought up, my neighbor could whoop my ass. My teacher could whoop my ass. Exactly. That's now, how we grew up. Right. Now, That's how now, we grew nowadays, up. Nowadays, like, I know teachers, and they tell me, like, the horror stories of the fucking parent that comes up to the school, kid being a complete asshole. Mm. But next thing you know, now, like, I'm trying to discipline you. Not, even, not physically, but now I need to talk to your parent. Your parent come up, they 35 years old, they wilding mm. on the teacher now. Right. So it's like... At what because point they remember that, shit? like they went through that three years ago. Like right. that's the thing. Right. Like it's just, it's no, crazy. It? It's just to me, it's just so dumb how some people think. Like right. it's just like really. Mm. I'll be sitting there even with my little nephews and different things like that. Like people, they say, "Oh, they so spoiled," but they get their ass beat. That's sure. the thing. Right. Like For it sure. don't even matter. They can. I don't care what they say about my little nephews or whatever my nieces. They can get spoiled all they want. At the end of the day, they do something wrong. They, they get consequences. They right. Exactly. Nowadays, kids don't. It's, it's just disrespectful. And, and, I, and, and like to piggyback once again off of that, like yeah. how we talk about the whole police situation. Mm-hmm. A lot of kids nowadays, teenagers, they are not used to authority in their household. Mm-hmm. So when they're out in the public, out in the real world, they don't know how to handle someone of a police stature or another adult coming to them trying to pose authority on them. Like not discipline. 
not once again not physical discipline but if I see a young boy out wilding like cursing I'm like yo young yeah. like calm that shit the fuck down yeah. next thing you know I'm all type of bitch ass niggas from a 7 year old you know what I'm saying <laughs> right. and mm-hmm. that's because their parents not disciplined on when your kids are fucking asshole out here mm-hmm. so if you're it, once again it always starts at home if you're not taking care of business at home when they get out to this real world the real world's ugly as shit. So mm-hmm. it's like the second they get out there, that's how we're hearing some stories, not all, because like we know cops are there are good cops, there are bad people, but there are good cops. But it's like when they get out there, they t- they talking to a cop crazy. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, they all fucking hemmed up in the back of a fucking cop car, yeah, and the parents want to know why wow, what's going on. That's because you yeah, just, like the kids yeah. grow up yeah. seeing that, it, hearing that, right. everything. Yeah. yeah. So it's like it's a double edged sword because it's like at the end of the day, it's like. Yeah, some of these cops are fucking wrong. They're mm-hmm. fucking wrong with a lot of the shit that they mm. do. But at the, but also, you have to let your kid know, yo, listen to what the fuck they saying just so that way you can make it home at night. Yeah. No, and to, to piggyback off of what you said, we're going to skyrocket into our other question mm-hmm. with American Son because exactly what you said about the cops. If you have not watched that movie, I do recommend go watch it. It's on Netflix. But the actual um, officer who's in the, the film is a black... Um, officer and mm-hmm. he is he's a deputy actually and one of the questions that he posed was that when a cop pulls you over you do not know what we're pulling you over for mm-hmm. and Carrie um, response was it's our right to you know go after what we think you're pulling us over for and he said no your right is to sit there and listen to why I'm pulling you over. Because, yeah. again, they could be pulling you over for a broken tail no, light, yeah, yeah, or they yeah. could just say your lights right. isn't on. Uh-huh. But we're so quick to pop off and say, yo, you pull me over, I'm picking out my phone, da 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 They feel threatened. This is their job that they're coming to every day. Yes, yeah. don't get me wrong. It is some cops out there that just pull you over because they just want to fuck with you. Mm-hmm. But when is when do we as people stop and analyze what's actually about to happen or are we so quick to be and it's because we're in a social media world so everything needs to be recorded why do we do that as people why do we automatically just assume something bad is going to happen i just think people are like people are scared deep down like to be pulled over by a cop mm. or to even if a cop is Driving mm. behind you, you scared. Like you nervous. Like you scared. Like is he about to pull you over? Like <laughs> let me hurry up and put my my right. little turning signal on real exactly. quick. Yeah. Like we just scared. We see it on social media all the time, mm. and I think our brain is just accustomed to to go in attack mode. Like yo, you coming at me? Like this, why are you pulling me over? Like I did everything right. Yeah. And I think that's why most people do come at cops like on that type of. Mm nervous act like nervous impulse like it's oh like, let me get my yeah. phone it's like, out it's oh like yeah defense. let me it's a, it's a defense, it's a defense mechanism, mechanism. Yeah. like you just accustomed to that yeah so I just, but i don't think there's no disre- disrespect right. but to me that. i feel like the the way i read it was that you know as african-american people we need to teach our our sons mm-hmm. and our daughters that Less is more in this in this instance. We live in a day and age that we are born into this world with a strike against us, and that's the color of our skin. Mm. Our second strike is is if we even go to any higher education or even can talk with with some knowledge, that's already a threat to them. Right. And then let let one of us ride a bomb behind car out here. That's already strike three. Right. We already right there. We're already striked out. But 
to his point, he was just saying that as a black mother, which you should have been teaching your child, because again, if you haven't watched this movie, he is a mixed child. He's white and he's black. Mm -hmm. Um, and he was driving a Benz, um, a brand new Benz at that. So he was basically saying, you need to teach your son just because he's a mixed race. He's still black at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. His color of his skin is already a strike against him. Now you're out here, you're looking for this young man. And he's in some he's in the street dead somewhere because he let his privilege get the best of him. And I think that's one of the things that we need to teach our kings out here is that, okay, you get pulled over. We understand you understand your rights. That's something that's taught from us from the from the babies. But you also have to understand that if you want to come home at the end of the day, and I hate saying this because I feel like we shouldn't have to go around with this in our head. But if you're trying to come home at the end of the day, you can't pop off. Because there's somebody at home that needs you. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, we not we don't get information right off the back like they do. We got to go through hoops to find out where you at. Right. Because you can be beat up and kicked down through three weeks in advance, but three weeks ahead of time. And we don't even know where you are. Right. Because, again, there's you already got strikes right. against it's you. Right. It's like, it's always like, it's not, I always say pe- to people, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can, you can stand on your ten toes and you can question that cop. You, you have, you have the right to question mm-hmm. authority. Mm-hmm. You do have that right. But, once you start getting animated, once you start, you know, going a little buck mm, for no reason, right. all of a sudden, that's when they use their cop out. Oh, I was in fear for my life, so this is why. That's why. I that's where the gun that's come out. Gun you know what I'm saying? Out, yeah. But and and I, and I also feel like if that's if that officer is constantly in fear for your life, when all I'm doing is talking to you, my man, you need to get another fucking job because right. you ain't never you're not you're not gonna make it. So it's like, like you said, we already do have a strike against us, and then especially like in a mix mm. in, a, in, a, in a in a biracial relationship or, mm. or a child. If that child identifies more with black, like you said, it's already that strike mm-hmm. against them. So, yeah. yeah, you can have that white parent at home, but mm-hmm. once again, you still a nigga at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So it's like sure. we, like us as parents, we got to, once again, teach our children and te- teach our ones below us and our little ones, look, like you said, it's a bigger picture. It's not just you. You got people. If something were to happen to one of us, it's the, the trickle-down effect would be crazy of all the people that would be affected by it. Mm-hmm. Right. It's not just your immediate household. You exactly. know what I'm saying? Your sure. friends, your family, people the people. Right, yeah. you, you know what I'm saying? So it's like... I gotta make it home at night. Yeah. Um, I'm my my car is cool, my license is cool, and I'm licensed to carry. Mm-hmm. So, but just like you said, if I see a cop behind me, I'm like, here we go, right. because it's like, are you fucking with me? Are you just doing your daily? Oh shit, they ain't look what right. You're to do, you, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So it's like, there, there's been times. I'm sorry, I don't want to drag this. No, so, no, no, so like, I'm gonna give an example, right? So there was, a, so I live in a, I live in like an Alni, in the Alni area, whatever, mm-hmm. right? So where my crib is, I go park on my sidewalk because it's like a little driveway. So I'm coming off my driveway. I'm driving. I see a cop get behind me. Mm-hmm. I, and now I get, I see a cop get behind me, and, like, he on my ass. Like, he wasn't about to make that move. So I'm like, all right, I know what it's hitting for. I pull, I already pull over. Mm-hmm. He pulls over, and um, lights red straight. Yo, fam, got a gun in the car. All right, cool. So they, whatever, take, take the gun off my hip, yada, 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 do all this extra shit. Mm-hmm. One minute, this is, so this is... I think I was literally on my way to get my car inspected. So my special sticks were old. So he was like, yo, you ran a red light. But I literally on that block, I can make it red. It's like, there's no sign. Turn, yeah. He said, I ran the red light. Then he said, your special sticks are old. All right, cool. The second you tell him, like, you got a gun in the, or a weapon in the car or whatever, that's the that's the priority or whatever. Mm-hmm. Pull me over, run all my stuff. Everything come back, comes back cool. Give me back my, Give me back my weapon. And then I was like, so I ran a red light, right? Oh, no, just go on ahead. Just, just drive safe. So, fam, wow. what, like, you know what I'm saying? So, which one so is it? So, what was your intention? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now, these are two younger cops, two younger black cops or whatever. So, I'm in Edmonton. 
I get pulled over, same type of situation or whatever, mm-hmm. but just get pulled over. Yo, officer, got a weapon in the car. All right, cool, just don't reach for it. License registration. The fuck? <laughs> Are you fucking serious? Mm-hmm. Because in Philly, is a whole different fucking type of monster in there because they, like, I know a cop, right? And I know a white cop, and he says, one of his, one of the guys in the district said, when they go to a certain area, like in North Philly or West Philly, mm-hmm. they call that shit like, yo, oh, you going to war, you going to the jungle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So once again, so y'all already think that we're out to get y'all because you're already identified as a jungle. Mm-hmm. So you think you at war. Yeah. My nigga, you at your nine to five. You working eight hours, 10 hour days. Don't get me wrong, shit gets bad. But if you're already going with a negative mentality, oh, that's yeah. how your day's going to, that's how the rest of your day's going to yeah. be. And don't let exactly. that motherfucker have a bad day. Because that, cause that's thing you know, once again, so trickle down effect, something's going to happen to you if you don't if you don't comply with the way he feels as though you should comply. Mm-hmm. It's bullshit, but it's it like, is. it's the harsh reality of it. It's fucked up out here. Yeah, it it's, it's Yo, craziness out here. Yo, I'm starting to slow down now. <laughs> I, ain't trying, <laughs> right. I ain't trying to get pulled over for nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, Five miles over the speed limit, no. I'm doing right, regular. Right, for sure. And it's crazy. It's crazy because, like, even now that we, now that that is on the table, too. Like, you got to keep in mind, there's so much stuff that's, like, happening with women now um, that makes it, it makes it crazy. Like, I, I don't go anywhere without one of my shadows mm-hmm. um and it's it's because it's like seriously it's so much stuff that's going on now talking about how you can't you can't get your mail without seeing clips on it you can't go right, into I'm the store right. you can't I, do I, that. I saw, I saw the shit with the, with the zip tie on your rear yeah, view mirror exactly right. like yeah, that, that means people watching Watch you it. and and i'm just like what is the world coming to right. like no be, don't get me wrong like sex trafficking I didn't think sex trafficking happened in the United States. It, right. That's something you hear in Cambodia or something. <laughs> now they like, yo, like real stuff. Going, you can snatch you up. Really like, I went to the store for grapes. I ain't going to get <laughs> sold right. into sex trafficking. Like, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Right. Like, it's crazy. it's crazy. And, like, it's so it's much it's happening. happening. Right. It's so much happening. And all media can say is, well, well, what? Right. Right. What, like, are what are you doing to help me? To help us? Yes. Like it's crazy. It is so like on Instagram. I don't know. I think I think you were tagged, and it's something that uh, Christina tagged us in. Mm-hmm. They yeah, were just I going through the motions of like the buddy system, if you will, back yeah, in school. Like give, you gotta giving out tips and like. Like I, I go to work in. six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Ain't none of my buddies waking up. Right. <laughs> like it is what it is. It's like right. it's crazy. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, it, it, it is it's fucked up out here, and like. It's just so fucking wild because like I was reading a report right that and did you know that melanin like your actual melanin mm-hmm. goes for more on the black market than gold? Yeah, it does. So so with that like that being said, there are plenty of immigrants, pl- plenty of people coming over in this country, mm-hmm. and I don't want to put it on a specific like race or, or ethnic background, but you know like Russians, mm-hmm. Chinese, yeah, white, yeah. like whoever, mm-hmm. whoever could be possibly interested in us right. as black us as black people, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like they come over. Who knows what they over here for? Mm-hmm. They could be over for their folk over in whatever yeah. country they in. Yo, got one. We gonna figure this out, and we gonna like who knows what type of connects they got to bring your black ass back over wherever the mm-hmm. fuck they. You know what I'm saying? Wherever they from. So it it's just like the buddy system is super important, and mm-hmm. I like I'm I'm so overprotective of people in my life, especially women in my life. Mm-hmm. Like I don't gotta be dealing with, like I could be completely a fucking friend. Like mm-hmm. I consider y'all friends now. Like for having, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like I'll be damned. Like I will like I'll be damned if something were to happen to y'all. Like mm-hmm. if I'm around, if I'm out with somebody that's not even my girl, but like if I'm with folk, you're, mm-hmm. I'm gonna fucking protect you like you yeah. are my fucking girl. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just like. 
you just got to be like super duper aware of your surroundings and the situations that you could possibly be putting yourself in and always pay attention to like who's watching you, who's around, who's oh, like you, you, you had, I had to a reality check, reality check with that because I was actually I don't know, like last week, me and my coworker was walking to our car and my job is like two, three blocks and mm-hmm. it's like this alleyway. And we basically walked to the garage or whatever. And she parked across the street from where we usually park the, you know, walk in the garage together. And I was just on my phone, like, you know, just on Instagram and, you know, looking at stuff. And she walks across the street to her car and she's like, Shar, pick your head up. Like, Mm. what are you, what are you doing? I'm like, yo, I had to like wake up. It was like a total reality check. Like, yo, I like walking by myself to go to a parking garage. Yeah. And it's really... All this sex trafficking and, you know, stuff is really intense because you're seeing a lot of people posting it now. Right. Like, when mm-hmm. we were just oblivious to it. Like, we mm-hmm. never even heard about it. We saw movies. Right. But, like, we didn't know that it was actually happening. Right. So, to actually, like, get that reality check, and like, it's crazy that this stuff is happening. To, to put a stamp on it, because it's happening... But it seems like it's only happening to the, well, I don't want to say only, but majority is African-American communities. I don't know if you guys read the articles, you know, I'm very into, you know, public stuff. There was an article that the womb of an African-American woman Mm -hmm. is so um, expensive on a black market, too, that they're trying to put them in transgenders because they want to have babies. So they're kidnapping taking our life box <laughs> and trying to impl- impl- implant it in, into other people because we're natural life givers. Like, we're very, like, I don't understand why, mm-hmm. but I just know that we're strong. As as, a, as women, we are just very, very strong in that aspect of it. But it's more so, like, why would you try to sell somebody for their pieces? Mm-hmm. Like, you don't think we have our own life? Right, they don't care. Yeah. Exactly. They don't care. But you don't see that happening to Rosa. Susie, right? Like, it's just us. Like, yeah. why? Why? But yet, we're the ones who they want to downgrade. Right. We're the ones that you want to call, you ain't going to be nothing. We're the ones that y'all are fighting for, but yet, mm-hmm. we're the ones that's walking around that y'all want. That don't make sense to me. Never gonna understand, to be honest. Like we never gonna understand why we are just like in high demand in every aspect. Yeah, we are. Bad or good. So like it's just crazy. We never gonna Um, be good. Paul Mooney said it. He said everybody wanna be a nigga till it's time to be a nigga. Exactly. So so it's like the black man, the black woman are the most the most treasured and and also the most exactly and, and the most um what's the word I'm looking for when you're in the most copy out of okay. any and everybody mm-hmm. we're good at everything we're good at sports music like we're we, we're the superior race I don't right. care what nobody says we are the <laughs> superior race and um I don't want to get too deep on it are y'all like religious or like believe in God and all that mm-hmm. stuff yeah I think God's a woman I honestly mm-hmm. think God is a woman because I won't go down that rabbit hole but right. I'm gonna just say I believe God is a woman okay. like for, for for certain reasons um and then for, like you said, for someone to try to steal a woman's womb, mm-hmm. clearly y'all want what we have because with y'all being the non-superior race, mm-hmm. y'all want to try to find y'all way to be on mm-hmm. top. top yeah. So that's why they try. And because they're physically and mentally, they they can't be, They that's why they try to take the, tear the black people down, mm-hmm. like socioeconomically, mm-hmm. financially, 
educational wise. That's why they try to always have us at the mm-hmm. bottom of the barrel because like, look, we can't physically beat them, but we're going to figure out a way how to make sure we're always yeah, on top yeah, in some way, shape, or form. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's just like, it, it, it's, it's, just fucked, it's, it's, it's a fucked up mm-hmm. world that we live in. And like, yeah, it's just like, you got to make sure you're just paying attention to everything, everything, everything because living in, even I do feel like certain things are like a scare tactic, but you can never just be too sure. So just no, always seriously. protect yourself. And I tell everybody, look, go get your license to carry. Go get a knife. Go get a taser. Mm-hmm. Go take self-defense classes just so that way something. you have a fighting chance. So that way you just don't pretty much roll over on your belly yeah. and just let somebody do what they got to do to you. I mean, so, yeah. yeah, definitely protect yourselves, please. Yeah, I mean, random information. You guys probably didn't know this, but... and <laughs> No, seriously, 2011 was actually the highest year for... Um, African-American women being surrogates. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with that process, but that was 78% that year was African-American surrogates. That's basically meaning that somebody can't have the kids, so they insert the egg from the mother and the father into... My whole thing is now we have all these people walking around, you wouldn't be here without us. Right. So, I I don't know. I don't... I ain't gonna get into it because y'all know I'm very... I'm very, like like race driven because I like to build up my kings and queens but it's just crazy it's crazy and and like honestly like just I always say like just keep on being that person that you are because at some point somebody gonna hear you somebody gonna listen to that shit and then they're gonna um you know, follow suit and take heed to it. And then, you know, next thing you know, boom, you got mm-hmm. somebody following what you're speaking that same type of yeah. rhetoric and narrative that just you're doing. Talking, yeah, exactly. keep, just keep, keep on, just keep on pumping that yeah. shit. And yeah. just like how you said, with everybody posting now about the about the, the trafficking, about the kidnapping of everybody, mainly women. Mm-hmm. Like, because it's been a thing, but now, like, yeah, it's a mm-hmm. thing now. Like, it's a legit 100% thing yeah. now. So, it's in our face. It's following right. people, you know. I saw that one post. It was like, don't, if you see two white, like, Paint vans, painter vans, or whatever, don't mm-hmm. park in between them yeah, because right. somebody could grab you out of either one of the sides. So it's like, fuck no, like, don't yeah. put yourself in that situation. Yeah. And like me, what I always say, like, my little two cents on it, me, whenever I park in like a parking lot or wherever, I park, I back in. So that way, just in case yeah. I can pull right out, I'm pull not trying right to back out, yeah. out and I, try to, you know what I'm saying? Even though I be struggling, you know, right. no, you, <laughs> I, be, right. I put my, you know. For sure, like, yeah, you got to back in the parking yeah, spot and get the in. fuck out of there. Yeah, like they even said, like, if you see a flyer on your car, don't get it. Pull off first, let it yeah. do what you got to do. Like, don't take pictures of the car that's side of you and all this. Like, this is just a lot. People it's say, a lot. yeah, it's a lot, it's but a you lot know, survival kit. if you're trying to live. Right. However, I do want to backtrack because I think I think that's something that we do need to touch on since we end this. Why do you feel as though God is a woman? That was interesting to me. So, all right. So when I was younger, I was raised. Um, one thing I was raised with my great grandma, my mom and pop. Mm-hmm. So you know, black black folk, black families are heavy on Christianity. So I was raised in a Christian household. Mm-hmm. I went to like a Christian private school. So then, once I got older, I started. You run into more people. You run into Jewish Jewish people. You run into yeah. people that practice Buddhas. You run into um, people that practice yeah, Islam. Cultures, yeah. mm-hmm. So then as I got older, I started, I, how can I say this? Because I don't want to, like, offend anybody, but I don't follow an organized religion anymore. Mm-hmm. I do believe in God. I do mm-hmm. believe in God. But if I if you ask me about Christianity, I don't really, I don't really agree. I, I'll say that. There's certain things I don't agree with Christianity, mm-hmm. mainly okay. because of the whole, Slavery. When it goes back to the whole slavery thing, mm-hmm. they beat our ass for six days. 
and then they and then they fed us Jesus on the seventh day. Mm-hmm. I don't get that. We hear stories in in the in, in the Bible about um, the story of like Solomon and Gomorrah. Mm-hmm. There was another story. I, I'm sorry, like I know I'm probably butchering it, but there was like another story where it was someone who had his family and he had like an angel walking through this town. It was mad dudes trying to see who this angel was or whatever. So they're trying to like have sex with this angel, I believe. And he was like, no, don't do the angel. Here's my child. Like you're trying to give your child. And then when that happened, I think he did like a wash, almost like a wash, mm-hmm. like like with the Noah's Ark, forty like the mm-hmm. rain for forty days and forty nights. Mm-hmm. So we hear these stories of like these washes happen almost to like reset things because shit is so fucked up out here. But then you got slavery that happened for over four hundred years, and it was never no wash, right. you know. So that's why I feel a certain way about that. Like I said, no disrespect to anybody, but I just feel like just differently to that. So when it comes to Jesus being a woman or God being a woman. A woman can recreate life. She has the ability to pretty much nurture any type of living thing that's on earth, mm-hmm. pretty much. Mm-hmm. But just for the fact that a woman can repro- reproduce and nurture a child to be a fucking healthy, healthy ass kid, I just, you know what I'm saying, I just go off of that. Yeah. Um, the word hurricane, her, mm-hmm. hers in it. Also in the Bible, there was not one book in the Bible that a woman told. Mm-hmm. Um. What else? What else? What else? It was like another theory I had. Yeah, and then like with the with the way history is, have you like noticed how like misogynistic and chauvinist history is? Like it's always a male yeah, dominant yeah. thing. That whole the whole time when Hillary was trying to run for president, even though she's a white woman, they oh no no uh, she's going to do nothing but start war. She's going to do nothing but cause all yeah, type I of hell. I saw a lot. Of, I recognize a lot of that. Every man, don't, every president has been a man. Mm-hmm. There's been a war under every man. So how the fuck y'all know what's going to happen under a woman? Right. So women are one of the most hated beings for some reason in this world. I don't know why, but people love women when they want to. But when they when they ready to fucking turn the switch on y'all, they will do that, which is fucked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like I just feel like something that is, mo- is, the, is so hated, you got to be scared of something from it. Because I feel like that's why I feel like as a woman, because it's like you hate it the most, but you just don't know 100% of it or like, I guess of the backstory or the back history of it of right. what's going on, so that that's just my take on it. Like mm-hmm. it probably sounds like stupid, far fetched, but it's just like my little my little theories with it. I mean, not necessarily. All, yeah, I think like we all have our own, you know, mm-hmm. interpretation of what we believe in. Right. If we believe in the same thing, but you just interpret it differently. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can't change your opinion right. like, if what you believe. Right. So I'm like not looking down on you, but mm. you know, I may think differently. Right. Right. So I mean, but some points we do agree on. For sure. So For sure. it's not like you're speaking crazy. Oh, but right. Right. <laughs> I mean definitely get it. If you break it down again, we've said this on our show plenty of times, like we don't really do politics and religion. Yeah. But if you break it down, I can see where you you're coming from. Because right. again, first of all, one, no man will be here without a woman. For that sure. that's just the one. For we sure. are we are the life givers. However, if going back to the beginning of it all, if you if you read scripture again, we you have a Christian background. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's said that Adam was molded into being a protector. That's one thing that one woman would want is they want a protector. Right. Um, then he was molded into some place, well, molded into someone that has strength. That's another thing that a woman is going to need. Not saying that, you know, again, God is saying, all right, let this be this. But if you read on, it says when a woman was made, 
he was made she was made to be his equal but also, again, he has to come from somewhere. So I get where you're saying where it might be a woman. Yeah. Again, I, I believe that, uh, you know, your religion is, is more so spiritual belief. You believe in what you believe in. Right. You don't necessarily have to be believe in. I mean, as Christians, we believe in that there's a, a Holy Ghost, there's a spirit, and then there was the being that was here. Mm-hmm. Um, but again... I think if you have one underlying thing, you believe in God, and you believe in God. Right. That's just that's how it is. Yeah, I don't. I don't saying. care if he may be purple, green, right. and blue. Oh, right. When when he come and I see him, like, right, hey, what's sure. up? Yeah. Right. Right. For sure. But that's yeah. just how. That's how I feel on that. Mm. No, that, yeah, that's that's, that's definitely dope. Because like you said, at the end of the day, we're all praying to the same person. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, we're all praying for good health, good will. Yeah, like how, you know, you know. Yeah. Pr- so. If you pray to a yellow person, I pray to a red person. What's the difference? We're all right. asking for the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, then also if you believe in heaven and hell, it's all the same goddamn all devil. Things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, like don't, don't. And I'm only saying this off of experience. Like, like, and I appreciate y'all for mm-hmm. saying what you said. Like, don't condemn me. Not y'all, but like people, yeah. other people I'm speaking mm-hmm. to, they condemn the hell out of you for going against the grain. Mm-hmm. And like, especially like if I would have like if my great grandma was alive right now, and I would have mm-hmm. said like I. I I don't follow this, or I believe God. She'll fucking mm-hmm. have, a heart, have a heart attack, right. and it's but but it's because like that's what she, she was, was she, she, on, she was yeah. brought up on. That's what she was mm-hmm. raised on, which is cool. But it's just like I just always not always, but like a lot of the times I catch a lot of hell for having my own opinion. How the fuck you getting mad at me for having my own opinion? Yeah. You can say what you say. All right, cool. That's what's up. We got both agree to disagree and having a dope conversation about it. Right. I don't. I don't got to be wrong. You're wrong. Go you're by wrong. Your book. You know what I'm saying? One thing. One thing that I I like to pride myself on is this is one little scripture and it says he was without sin should not cast the first stone. Mm-hmm. My whole thing is let's be realistic. There's some. There's a lot of people out here that's preaching faith and preaching spiritualism, but you still out here fucking. That don't make no sense to me. In the Bible, mm-hmm. if you are a strong Christian, you're not supposed to have sex before marriage. Right. You're right. supposed to build a foundation. But there's. I'm sorry. There's a lot of us out here that like to get that itch scratch. It is right. what it is. Or, for instance, you're not supposed to have children out of, you're not supposed to have children out of it. That's the ultimate sin right there. Yet, people are still doing it. Mm-hmm. So, you cannot come to somebody and tell somebody about religion if you are not walking this straight path. Right. Sure. And there's even people that's out here that are still virgins and people that's still out here preaching all this stuff. You're still sinning because you're, if you are into the Ten Commandments, you know that you're not supposed to make someone feel insecure about their decisions. That's not what God is about. Right. That's okay. you supposed to treat others how you want to be treated. Right. And if you're going to sit here and say, oh, well, you're going to go to hell because you believe in X, Y, and Z. No, right. that you're throwing stones. For sure. And you're and, not supposed to. And, and I think, like, going off of what you're saying, mm-hmm. that's exactly what I'm speaking on. Like, mm-hmm. there's someone at my job, and um, she's heavy, heavy into, into the church. And I have a, I'm a, a friend that practices Islam. Mm-hmm. And oh no, that's not the way it is. Like you can't do. Like I just feel like you can't do that. And I, and usually, I don't want to say usually, mm-hmm. a good percentage of the time is usually a, a someone that may follow Christianity mm-hmm. who is the one who's constantly condemning. That that from what I see is usually condemning somebody else for following another religion, religion or doing something mm-hmm. not on the course or whatever. Right. Someone has said to me they were like. Um, yeah, I was at a um. They was at the casino and they mm-hmm. saw a man and a woman garbed up gambling. Mm-hmm. But I was like, you just went to church on Sunday, right? You was in there with them, exactly. Right. So how the hell you? How the hell can you say even face to face to say something about them? But you're in there you're doing, doing the, the same, same thing. thing. Mm-hmm. Only reason why you know that who they are is because they're garbed up. Not even right. I don't even want to say fully garbed, but they had their they had their garbs on. Mm-hmm. So it's like you walking around in plain clothes. I don't know who or who what you are. follow, but simply because you see me with this. 
I'm I'm I'm, 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 a, yeah. I'm a fucking I'm I'm a um delinquent now or something like that. So. However, I, 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 I am going yeah. I am going to say this because this is one thing that burns me up. Mm-hmm. Um, I I cannot stand sometime Muslims. And mm. uh, the only reason why I say that because I have a lot of friends that are sometime Muslims. Uh-huh. Like they like one weekend they're they're garbed up. Next weekend they got you know locks flowing. Mm. And I I don't I don't like that. I think if you're gonna practice it, practice it. Right. Don't be sometimesy. Right. And another thing is it goes back to again I, I'm just gonna put this out here. And don't get me wrong, I have dated people of different religions before but i don't think that your religion should be based off of who you're dating now i think that you should have your own mindset of what your what you want to be as being religious yeah i don't think that just because i'm dating this person and he's muslim i'm gonna practice his faith no because what works for you don't work for me Mm -hmm. so i'm a strong believer in you know live your truth being if you want to be Muslim, be Muslim. Do it wholeheartedly. Don't sit up here and do it two days a week, and the next thing you know, you in church with me. That don't make sense. Right, I get that. That don't make sense at all. I like, I'm just, that burns me mm-hmm. up. I cannot stand that. Mm-hmm. I really can't stand that. Right. But. And I feel yeah. like that's why I don't do, a, like, a strict organized religion, because I know I'm not going to follow it. To, mm-hmm. to, yeah. Because I, I mean, I'm human, you know. I'm not, I, there, there are yeah. certain guidelines, up, and, yeah. and if I'm going to do something, I always make sure I'm, like, I'm going to, Apply 100 percent to it, so it's a certain things I know that I, I probably couldn't do. I, mm-hmm. If I apply myself, I probably could. But for my peace of mind, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to sit this one out, right. and I'm gonna get this drink, and I'm going to do some stuff that I know I ain't supposed to be doing. But at the end of the day, I do still pray to somebody. Yeah, I pray me with my too. Yeah, you know I'm saying. See, like, I, I understand. See, that. I feel like religion to me is because we grew up in a church, but I think religion to me is your relationship with that spiritual being. I don't think it's it's the the construction of it or mm. you know the foundation i think it's your relationship with that higher being like you said at the end of the day we all pray to a god or a spirit or whatever you want to call it i don't necessarily have to be in the church mm. quoting scriptures to know that i'm a christian right. i don't need to be sitting in um you know a building for me to be knowing that i'm a, a woman of god like my relationship with him is my relationship with him that's right. what, that's what's gonna get me in heaven so me sitting that. here saying x y and z ain't gonna get me in heaven right so why going off of what you're saying why do you think people coming at kanye though with his whole spiritual journey that he's taking like because people coming at kanye like yeah. c- crazy like he's claiming he has mental health you right. know he also just like turned to the lord mm-hmm. and so why do you think people coming at him even though we you know go by a different path like if you believe in god you believe in god if you follow this path you follow this path why do you think people like cut him out of society mm-hmm. like that Honestly, because I've said this before, I think anything that has to do with Kanye, Mm -hmm. Trump, anything along those lines, that's just, that's, that's a munition blind. That's all it is. It's hiding something. I don't get too caught up in that because Mm -hmm. again, like I said, Kanye going to be Kanye. He got a Christian album today. He going to have a Lucifer album next week. It is what it is. Right. But it's, it's, it's just a blind spot for, for people in general. I don't have anything negative to say about him. Like, he found Jesus, he found Jesus. But it's, it's a cover-up for what's going on. Right. 
I, I feel like it's like to each his own at the end of the day. So it's like like you said, if he found God, he found Jesus mm-hmm. on like he went through something and he feels as though Jesus got him out got him got him mm-hmm. about it yeah. by all means. Like now your allegiance and your loyalty is with that is with that faith, which is dope. Um I also feel like it's kind of a and I probably sound like a once again a hypocrite. It's also a cop out. You he did what he did. He did that press junket when Trump was running for office and things like right, that. That's what I think. And he feels like black people turned their backs on him, which yeah. they which they did. So I know black people follow religion. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get my black people back. Mm-hmm. So what it might not be everybody. It might not be everybody from day one, but I can get a core. I can get a sense I, of like I, where you coming it, from. Exactly. Yeah. So now I'm back in good with majority of the race because I know majority of the black race follows Christianity. That's why I said it's, yeah. a, it's, it's just a blind. So, so it's kind of tough. And once again, if he if that's his his path, that's dope. What I don't like what Kanye does is that he tries to um monetize he tries to make money off of it yeah and that's it, why i don't like I it think, like kind of really i think that's what bothers me mm-hmm. about that it. whole sunday service you selling merch right like, so you, i'm sorry i'm no, sorry go ahead. i like the sunday service mm-hmm. that I, I'm like I, i'm okay with that but like you said the merch part of it don't yeah, don't like do that. that like don't do that you got a bunch of people you're getting your choirs getting this you're getting all these people together to you know and like, granted, yeah, like you're redoing certain hip hop, putting a gospel spin on it. I don't it. get that whole Sunday yeah. service thing. It's just like, what are you? Okay, you got right. a traveling gospel choir. Like, D- did you watch his interview, his uh Big Boy TV interview? I didn't. So on there, he was pretty much saying like he he had a soundbite from back long time ago, like about five six years ago, that he was saying like he wants to cr- get a church or create a church in Calabasas. There's no like sense of church in Calabasas. Mm-hmm. So that's where it started. So okay. it was like, all right, cool. I, I don't have a physical building for a church. So let me just create it where I can bring these churchy people in and we can have our own church. So like, that's where it started. And then, you know, you started, you know, steamrolling, started catching yeah. momentum or whatever. But I mean, once again, the selling of merchandise for it, that's where it gets a little goofy for yeah. me and all that. And then he was just like at Joel Osteen, you know, the bit. The, yeah, that, that mega church the down, church down that, right. Yeah, he was just hanging out with right. him. And I'm like, why are you? Because yeah. Joel Osteen, he's been around forever, for like sure. on TV, yeah. preaching and stuff. And basically, he's been associated with like just getting people's money. Oh, yeah, for sure. So for I'm, sure. And then I'm thinking like, Kanye, why would you team up with this, mm-hmm. you know, pastor of all pastors? Right. It's like you know out there right so that's when i kind of like kanye's on some yeah. type of like, like like why wouldn't you go to like a td jakes why wouldn't yeah you like go, why, why wouldn't you why? go to one of those it, pa- there's black pastors for out sure, there that's, for sure. that has the same congregation as joel Osteen, mm. and you know what joel Osteen stands for right. like he's he th- didn't he like wasn't there a, like a natural disaster a couple years ago it was like floods or earthquakes or something yeah, he and, he, asked, and they, mm-hmm. he like turned his back on people yeah. he won't open the church he, he, closed, church. he closed yeah. his yeah. church and, and he left right yeah. like, like how how does that work how, right and then once he started catching hell from it on social media and like twitter and from wherever oh hey guys you know right, i'm coming back you yeah. guys, now you guys are coming. now like, i save y'all yeah that don't that don't make sense like yeah. so i get definitely get what you're saying there's plenty of other people along like along with his type of status yeah do that with them why you gotta go once again rub elbows with somebody that don't really care about you mm-hmm. but That's y'all gotta understand yeah. this is the same guy who endorsed trump y'all That's leaving right. it out <laughs> so so, it, so all right so t- unpopular opinion right Mm-hmm. I agree with everything. Hot take I, right here. Yeah, hot, <laughs> yeah, right, right. So, I don't agree with the shit that he was saying when mm-hmm. it came to that Trump situation. But if if y'all watched that um 
the Big Boy TV interview. Just mm-hmm. if you can watch that with an open mind, a complete unbiased opinion, just try to watch it, right? Mm-hmm. Without being pissed off, because I know you might get pissed off. Cause I, I still got pissed <laughs> off. So he made a he made a point, right? Well, he well he was trying to make a point. So us as black people, almost like how with the religion thing, like with Christianity, mm-hmm. like it's in us, like that's what we know. So us, our family, our grandparents, our parents always told us to vote Democrat, right? Yeah. Vote Democrat. Vote Democrat. Not knowing really what's going on, I just know when I go to the polls, I'm pushing the Democrat button. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Unless you really do your homework on every on every candidate's mm-hmm. on whatever ballot, right? Right. So now, what if one year a Democrat ain't really talking no shit that is going to be beneficial to the United States or beneficial to your household mm-hmm. and to your family, right? Mm-hmm. If a Republican is that person, you have that free will and that free right to vote for wh- right. whoever you want to. Reason why people weren't messing with Trump because of course the narrative and the rhetoric that he was talking about though he's a seg- he's a piece of shit he's a seg- he's yeah a, the he's, wall and everything right so yeah. you're preaching segregation off the rip so that's why mm-hmm. you know you sound crazy or whatever yeah. so but I feel like a lot of Republicans do that but they just don't be they're not as blunt that's why Trump won because he was so yeah. outspoken so blunt about it because mm-hmm. he reached a bunch of people that thought like him that. They the, that those people didn't saying think it behind closed doors. Exactly. Basically. So oh shit, yeah. he's saying the same thing I'm saying for years. Let me let me get my white ass out here yeah. and vote for him, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just pretty much so now because I don't deal with because I don't agree with what a Democrat was saying. I decided to vote a Republican. Mm-hmm. The Republican Democrat was a piece of shit Democrat. I mean candidate, but he spoke to what I understand not not the not the segregation part, but like the actual views on up bringing back, I guess whatever, however America used to be. Yeah. But tax breaks, all that crazy shit or whatever, right? So he was saying, he's not telling us, he's not exactly standing with what Trump says 100%, which I think is a cop-out because I think he did. But I feel like you can vote for whoever you want to vote for, but he just said a lot of shit wrong. Right. Like, once again, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. So, I'm sorry not to be long-winded with it, but I do agree with you. I don't agree with nothing, what he was saying. But with certain things, I feel like if this was another Republican candidate, I feel like it would have been okay. I I agree and disagree with you. Mm-hmm. I agree that everybody should be able to vote for whoever they want to vote for. Mm-hmm. But let's let's be realistic. Um, I think Kanye was just saying, okay, well, I'm just going to do this because I'm just going to do this. I get it. Okay, again, you your freedom of speech. You do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. But look at this. Look at the consequences that we've went through over the past couple of years. Let's be realistic, and I hate saying this because again, I don't want to switch it back on around women. But we don't even have the right to go get an abortion anymore. You know that that's illegal they, no, for us to even go do that. So they actually, so they were trying to do that. Literally about three weeks ago, they said that that law is not going to get passed. So oh, okay. so, so everything's it's 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 not going to get passed to a certain extent. Right. Let's put it like that. Let's say not it's not removed right. off the table, right. but. Like, literally, you have four weeks mm-hmm. to make that decision. Mm-hmm. Wherein before, you have up into your first trimester okay. to make that decision. That That's hard. Because if you've never been in that position before, and you're sitting there, and you're like, damn, I'm not sure if I want to have this child or bring this child into this world because such and such and such, we should be able to make that decision. Right. Mm-hmm. But because we have someone in the office who's literally set up here and said that is not your decision to make, mm-hmm. 
That's bullshit right that, there. No, no man should ever tell no woman what they can do to their, to their body. Exactly. No man should have that right or, or that power, man. right? <laughs> especially him. Like, yeah. Especially and and not and not to right. not to mention that like that that we don't even know at that time, mm-hmm. right? Because women, right. we we have our menstruals every thirty two. Some has it every twenty one. Right. And it takes a, a minute before that test to, to come up positive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. I'm sitting here, I'm partying up, drinking shots. Next right. thing you know, I'm late. I'm like, damn. I go to, you know, Planned Parenthood. Let's be realistic. You go to Planned Parenthood because you don't want to go to your regular OBGYN with this. And they like, you're you're six weeks pregnant, Miss Perry. What are you going to do? And I'm going to be like, oh, let's get rid of Oh, no, you can't. You it's can. a rule. Yeah. And you barely, when you go into these little markets, you can't get Plan B like that. Mm-hmm. You go into CVS, Plan B is no longer available in, so, in certain places. So, again, I'm not trying to switch it around. I'm just saying, like, there's a lot of things that's been taken away mm-hmm. that, as a people, we, we're just not addressing. Right. Like, for instance, Obamacare, different things like that. You know how many people that are walking around with no medical insurance right now? Because you said, oh, Obamacare is not what's, go- not what's going to be good. That's, that's BS. And, and you know what yeah, else was crazy BS. about that? He literally, Obamacare is still Obamacare. It's just a whole different name. name yeah. he, exactly. He, he, changed, he, he changed some stuff. Mm-hmm. Like It's called like the Affordable Care Act, something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, it's, but it's like literally the same exact same fucking thing. thing. And it's not affordable, though. It's <laughs> no, not no, affordable. No, that's just business as hell. Like, that's just for sure. And it, it's, it's crazy. And, and we're laughing, but we still can work. Our grandparents is the ones that are suffering yeah, yeah. because now they're going to dialysis and they can't afford dialysis. Mm-hmm. These people that are, are living with cancer and different things like this, and they're supposed to go get their blood infusions and all this stuff, they can't, they get, can't that get that because they can't afford it. Right. Because mo- majority of them, no offense, but a majority of that insurance is going to where they're living. And now they have to try to find another means. Their social security is not going to handle that. Right, right. But we're sitting here, we're blinded because it's just like, oh, well, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. Like, no, like, bye, Trump. And, and, and can, and can you, can, <laughs> you ima- <laughs> can you imagine, all right, like, let's say let's say that bill does get passed where women cannot get abortions, like, beyond a certain, mm-hmm. or you can't get them at all. Or, or like, let's say you got two to three weeks, maybe mm-hmm. four weeks or whatever. Mm-hmm. Do you, can you imagine the numbers of the possible su- suicides, homicides, how many fucking kids are going to just mm-hmm. be turned up missing? Yeah. No, you know what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. They're going to they're gonna go back to, uh, what are they called? Um, it's, a, it's a saying that they happen in New Orleans where the ladies, they, they literally go into the basement with a wire hanger and tools mm-hmm. and rip the baby out of them. Right. And not only is that, you're going to now, you're going to have infections, For okay? Sure. Yeah. You're going to sure. be walking around and these little kids, and I hate to say it because nowadays we got, 12 year olds fucking you're right. gonna have these little girls walking around they're gonna not know what's going on they're gonna be scared mm-hmm. they're gonna go to these women who don't have no medical experience at, at, all. at all and they're gonna be killing our little girls yeah. Right. Yeah. and then they don't even have to worry about sex trafficking they anymore they don't like, have to worry like about our, selling our stuff our because people. it's gonna be there already right. it's, it's gonna be there already yeah, that's crazy. yeah and like and like it goes back to when you had touched on like the like mental health mental health Like, if a woman is assaulted by somebody and gets raped by somebody and then gets pregnant, and then they don't know that, and, like, you know, she don't know that she's pregnant. That's she's starting to get the symptoms. And they're like, oh, no, you can't, can't, we can't abort it. Or it's going to be a crazy-ass price that she don't, you know, that insurance is going to cover that she can't pay. Next thing you know, she's going to fucking either hurt herself, kill herself, have that that child born, and if she does go through with it, she's going to resent the shit out of that child, possibly. You know what I'm saying? So it's like... It, it's just a fucked up situation. I and feel like, like I said, that's all is set up. Like this whole sure. process is uh, set yeah. up. I, I, I feel like, like I feel like it is also. Um, it's crazy. Dave Chappelle has said something. He was like, um, on one of his stand ups, he was talking about. So on one before, 
the whole um, Me Too movement yeah. about how like women were coming women. out of the world mm-hmm. where it's like, yo, this guy did this, this guy did this, or whatever. So Dave Chappelle, like, who's a very blunt person, he don't give a fuck. Yeah. He pretty much said, "You're, you're I, I'm here, I'm standing with you, mm-hmm. but you're doing it wrong. If you're gonna do it, do it. You can't wait." however so many years and all of a sudden 50 people come out of nowhere right he was like yo you're doing it wrong and you're gonna anger the wrong people Mm -hmm. and then and that was on his stand up um the recent one no not sticks and stones the one before that one it was uh the bird revelation okay uh watch the bird revelation right so on the bird revelation that's when he mentioned it then on sticks and stones that's Mm -hmm. when he mentioned it he was like see i told you what was Mm -hmm. gonna happen that's how you know i heard him talk right and then that's how you know that's when they try to pass those bills Mm -hmm. on those abortions Mm -hmm. so clearly Someone got angered and like, oh, okay, we're going to get their ass. Once again, mm-hmm. it goes back to this being a sexist, misogynistic type world mm-hmm. that are fucking afraid and hate black people and black women. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. it's crazy how there's so much reality and, and comedy and just like what certain people say, you just really, really got to pay attention to this shit. Yeah. Like, it's, it's fucking it's Like, crazy. people are people are talking about it, but it's it's we're just not listening. We like to laugh and joke not about di- things that are serious like right. exactly yeah. and then as soon as it hit home it's just like dang nobody talked about it people are talking about it sure. yeah, it's constantly. just us yeah. not being able to sit and analyze and listen to it right. i think if we stop and just open our ears and, and really you know listen mm-hmm. then we'll be a lot more aware we'll definitely be a lot more just, aware. just keep pumping like y'all y'all have a platform especially two right. black, black women y'all have a platform <laughs> just keep pumping that shit keep pumping that shit and if people get tired of it oh fucking well keep pumping right. that shit like no, I don't give a fuck at the end of the day I'll be that I'll be that annoying person who's <laughs> right. gonna keep talking about some <laughs> yes. shit you gonna, you, gonna, you gonna have to put me down but like yeah. you, gonna, you gonna know about certain shit so like yeah just keep doing that shit y'all keep, keep grinding y'all doing it yeah yeah thank you thank sure. you sure. <laughs> oh my gosh we talked about a lot today Sean. we did talk about a lot we talked about a whole lot i know <laughs> it was very very juicy <laughs> juicy tea was spilled all over oh my gosh <laughs> and th- we ain't had no nonsense today though i don't we think we had we nonsense we had some, but some we, it was a lot of okay. tea it was good though it was for it was sure, like that great sure. earl tea right. that, you yeah, know, that chamomile one. tea <laughs> Right. Yes. Right. I can't. I can't. Well, I'm going to go ahead and say the black-owned businesses for this week. Um, again, there's a couple of them that was touched on last week that I definitely want to put out because I got the addresses and stuff like that. Um, the Nile Cafe, which is our last person that came on, recommended it is a vegan black-owned business. That's at 6008 Germantown Avenue. That's in Philadelphia. Go check them out. We will be going there soon to get some food. I looked at that mm-hmm. menu. That menu is freaking awesome. Like, come on. Let's be realistic. Fried they chicken, oh, collard greens, all vegan. mashed, all vegan. I'm, I'm yeah. excited to see what it is. Cause, you know, I'm a chef, so I'm, I'm excited to see how that is. Right. Um, another uh, black-owned business is Showcase Boutique. I'm going to give out um, the actual... Uh, domain name that is a plus diva.com they're a new up-and-coming black owned business who makes custom-made designs different things like that go check them out they're amazing as well and i've been shouting them out for the last 
four weeks, I think. <laughs> I, I love this place. It's called the Black Dollar Store, and there is the com. They are amazing. They just had a new sneaker line for our young kings and queens. Yeah, Go good. check them out. Um, and they also have a special Black Friday sale for all you guys who love Black Friday. So this is a black-owned business, okay? So they Black Friday sale ain't 100% off, okay? It's like 30% off. But it's still amazing. Their prices are reasonable. Go check them out. Um, they're amazing, and I love them. And that's all I got to say for my black-owned businesses this week. Oh, wait, wait. No, I lied. I lied. I'm sorry. I have one more. Um, it's called Protect Yourself. Uh, for all those who are into positive energy and just getting spiritually aligned, um, this is another uh, black-owned businesses that actually sell, like, you know, shea butters and, like, lavender-scented things and all that good spiritual stones and all that. Um, you There is projectyourself.com. Um, they're also in, they're located on Cecil B. Moore. So go check them out as well. They're just up and starting. Um, they actually were one of the black-owned businesses that came into our inbox when we posted that. So, again, we just want to give you guys a shout-out. And keep in mind, if we don't support our community, who's going to support our community? For sure, for sure. Um, I really don't have, I didn't, you know, do my due diligence and actually do my um, black-owned business shout-out. But um, I just want to say um, or give a shout-out to the um, Yumi D's, Briscoe. Um, I've been there a couple times. They're definitely good. Um, everything is vegan there as well. So, you know, go down there. It's on um, 22nd Street. Yumi D's, Briscoe Cafe. Check it out. I'm just so, saying, 2020 looking real vegan for me. It yeah. is. I'm saying they got salmon <laughs> cheese steaks. They I'm got sure. chicken burgers. They have everything. I'm so, you know, saying, definitely like, check them out. That's dope. <laughs> you have anybody you want to shout out? Um, uh, all right, yeah, so... If you're looking for a black yoga instructor, super dope. Um, it's good for, for beginners, uh, intermediate, advanced, mm-hmm. however. Um, follow My Yoga with Marty. That's M-A-T-R-Y. You can follow her. She's on Instagram. She has multiple classes. Um, dope. Super dope. Yoga's hard as shit. It is. Yo, I yoga, yoga is fucking hard as shit. I, I work out. I live weights. Yoga's hard as shit. It that was like, that was like the worst workout like I've ever had in my life. Um, be sure to follow uh, my homie, black, I mean, Oh, fuck it. Black owned business, uh, edibles, like any type of treats, all type of stuff. Sky high edibles, mm-hmm. um, underscore, underscore on Instagram. Let me, let me go hit it. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's a quote. <laughs> that, 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 that's my quote. Um, they who, deliver, like, yeah, like he, he delivered, and it's dope. He do he does, um, on the weekends, he does like stash and dashes. So he'll put like, yo, I'm around whatever street. He'll take a video of it, and if you follow him on his Instagram, and then you pull up on it, he'll leave it in the bush or like leave it in like a payphone, and then like okay, like all professional type concept. shit. So like, it's it's pretty dope. That's so, cute. That's yeah. cute. So like, yeah, shout out my bro Don Sky High Edibles. Um, I'm gonna shout myself out my black yes. own photography business. Okay. Um, um, Pocasso Abstracts. Also, my landscaping company, Cut It Close uh, Landscaping. Um, also, um. My girl, she has a mobile bartending. Uh, she will she'll bartend uh, events, bridal parties, house parties, all type of shit. Mm. Her Instagram is the letter B and then B B E B B pouring. So y'all find okay. on the shit. So. I was about to say you about to get in trouble, boy. Like, right, you about to get in trouble. I was about to fuck that up. <laughs> right, right. 
I can't, I can't. Well, sure, we got to look into that because, you know, you got a party coming up. So I that do, might I be, do. that might be the move, yeah. you know. Birthday party coming For up. Sure. Yes. February, y'all. Mark it on your calendar. When your birthday? 15th. Oh, all right. I'm 27. Oh, okay. All right. Fight some gang. You heard yes, me? gang over here. <laughs> so, whatever. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. My last nigga was a bitch nigga. Yeah. I need a nigga with about six figures. Yes, that one who know what to do with it. Yeah. Someone holding on that goofy shit yeah. I need to know What you gon' do I ain't tryna go through deja vu It's some bullshit that I went through Hope it's not the same with you Come make me feel away